Learning daf ayin aleph, starting from the Mishnah, right at the top here. So let's go again into this partnership. We have a Naira Marasa, and the din is that the father and the Aris both have to sign off on the annulment. They both have to be made for in order for the Nezah to go away. We've also learned a very important din called Nisrochna. Nisrochna is that when the husband passes away and the Aris dies, so now it passes over his rights of annulment pass over to the father. So now the father is the only one <coughs> who's in the picture and he can be made for alone. But remember, Nisrochna only works that if the husband dies, the father can be made for it. It does not work that if the father dies, the husband can be made for it. If the father dies, the husband's stuck without his ability to be made for it because the father's out. So now, says the Mishnah, uh, this is where everything kind of comes together. The sugi is called Aris Achari. And there's a second Aris. I think we kind of touched upon it a little bit before, but now we learn it in Mishnah in detail. The Naram Arasa makes a vow while she's the Arusa. Then he's She's divorced on that day. And then she's betrothed again by a second person on that day. Even if this cycle happens 100 times. So <coughs> she could go through 100 marriages in a day. But after all is said and done, she ends up married to another point. And the halacha is, her father and the last husband will revoke her vows. So let's just analyze exactly what happens here for a second. Whenever the gerishin occurs, let's say she's married to Ruvin. So at that point, the father and Ruvin can be made for together. When the erisin occurs, there's going to be a chalaistin of nisreikna. Right? It's going to be nisreikna back to the father. Once there's a nisreikna to the father, what's happening now, and this is a little complex, just get the law first, is that when the aras achrim comes into the picture, when she betrothes herself again on the same day, so now what happens? Now there's a Shimon in the picture. So Shimon now becomes the partner with the father. That's what's going on. That's the idea here in the Mishnah. Now, the, the Zerah says the Mishnah, this is the rule, as long as she never went into her own domain for a minute, because that didn't happen, right? When she was divorced, she didn't leave her husband's jurisdiction and go to her own jurisdiction. That's not what happened, because she's still under the jurisdiction of her father. Remember, she's under 12 and a half. So when she gets divorced, yes, there's no more joint partnership between her father and her husband, but who is she by now? Just the father. She didn't go to her own domain. So if she didn't go to her own domain, so then that's the rule. When she goes now and betroths herself a second time, so then her father and the second husband are going to be revoking the vows together. So if she would, let's say, have become completely independent, let's say she was already a Bogares or a Nesua, then she's never going to return to her father's jurisdiction. And then we would say that if she gets, in, uh, then she gets betrothed to a new Aris, the new Aris wouldn't be able to be made for her old Nadarim, because you can only be made for old Nadarim together with a father. There's no concept of a husband coming along into a picture and being made for Nadarim of her past unless it is together with her father. So the only scenario where an Aris can come along, betroth her, and be made for her past Nadarim is this scenario, where she didn't leave her father's of her jurisdiction. She's still a Nara. So when her, her first husband divorced her, she went back to her father. She didn't leave to her own jurisdiction. Now when the Arashani comes into the picture, she's, she betrothes herself a second time on that day. Now we say that the, the Aras can be made for Nidharam together with the father. That's the concept. Why do we keep on emphasizing that it's on that day? The reason why we keep on emphasizing it's on that day is because or else things get complicated. They get complicated because, remember, you only have 24 hours to be made for. Right? So when you hear about the nether, the, t- the clock is ticking. 
So if it wouldn't be on that day, things can get complicated. Was there really some sort of confirmation on the nether that came from one of the parties? So therefore, that's why the Mishnah is mentioning all that it happened on the same day. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. It could be that, you know, you hadn't heard about the nether or something like that. Okay. So Al-Kopanim, again, what's the rule of the Mishnah? You have a joint shutfis, the father and the aris are made for her. When the aris it divorces her, it's nisrokna to the father. After it's nisrokna to the father, when an aris sheni comes into the picture, what happens? The aris sheni is made for her together with the father. So now the Gemara has a question, and the Ran learns this Seder Hapshad over here, what's taking place. The Ran learns that sometimes in the Gemara, you have a question which is posed all just because an Amora wants to give an answer. In other words, there's not actually something in the Mishnah which indicated a problem, but the Gemara is asking a question because it wants to develop something in its answer. And that's one of these cases. The Mishnah did not say whether this process of Aras Achron actually is dependent upon whether or not the first Aras heard about the Nadir or not. The Mishnah didn't speak about it. The Mishnah just says that when he divorces her, then it goes back to the father. And then when an Aras Achron comes in, then the father is made for with the Aras Achron. The Mishnah didn't speak about it at all, whether it depends if the first Aras heard about it. But the Gemara jumps all over that. From where do we know that an Aras Achron, the second Aras, could revoke a vow that was already heard about by the first Aras? Remember, we have a concept that even before you've been made for, hearing about the Neder, a Shemiah of the Neder, makes it fit for you, right? It's like an acquisition almost of the nether to a certain degree. So perhaps the din of Aras Acharim being able to be made for Nadarim with the father, maybe that's only for Nadarim that weren't heard by the first Aras. But if the first Aras heard it, then maybe there's no din that the Aras Acharim now is able to be made for. Now, let's break down. What is the Gemara thinking? Well, let's just explain something. We learned a couple dafim ago. This is important to put this all paired together. Let's not bring the Aras Akron into the picture yet. Let's just speak about one point. When an Aras dies or divorces his wife, what happens to the girl's Nadar? We learned it's Nisrokna to the father. Is Nisrokna to the father true even if the Aras heard about the Nadar? So we learned that a couple days ago. What did we learn? Absolutely. We, we learned that it required an extra Pasuk. Or maybe, and we saw it was Xerus HaKasov. But there's a din of Nisrokna that the Nadar that the girl made now are only to be made for by the father, even if they were heard by her Aras. Then the din of Nisrokna is even if the Aras heard about it. So what does the Gemara today want to know? The Gemara is saying like this. I know that that's true, that there's Nisrokna to the father, even if the Aras heard about it. But who's to say that if an Aras Achro now comes into the picture, that he could be made for together with the father? And what should be the din? If he, assuming he can't. Assuming an Aras Achron cannot be made for together with the father, then what would the halacha be? So the Ran is two pshat. One pshat in the Gemara, and this is probably the Pasha pshat, is that therefore the father can be made for alone. Because what happened is she was divorced. It was Nisrokna to the father. And again, we know that's a fact. There's Nisrokna to the father even on a dharm that the Aras heard about. Now the Gemara is saying the din of Aras Achron coming along, Maybe an Aras Achron is not made for Nadarim together with the father, a Nadarim which were already heard about by her first Aras. If that would be true, then who would be the Mayfer? Perhaps only the father. That's one way to learn the Gemara. The Ran is a more novel way of learning the Gemara, that maybe the Gemara means, since there is another Aras in the picture here, and he cannot be made for the Nadarim which were already fit to be, to, be, to be annulled by the first Aras, then the father can't be made for alone. There is a partnership, and the, and the Aras can't, contribute, this is a second Aras can't contribute, so then the Dharam are stuck. 
Those are the two pshatim that the Ran has. But what we have to do is break down something in the lumps. And this is important. I know this is a lot of talk, but really the whole parrot comes together. If you really think about it, what, what's going on here? It went back to the father. It was Nisroqto back to the father. Now she betrothes herself. Why shouldn't it be a regular partnership? What, what, what does the Gemara want to say? Like maybe if the first Aras heard about it, then it can't go to a second Aras. Why not? Whatever the Aras had, it was dissolved and transferred to the father after the Aras divorced her. Knew, so now it's all by the father. So if it's all by the father, what happens now when an Aras comes in? He's going to share with the father, just like every time. Who cares that there was ever a story here that she married, that she was married first? Once there's Nisroq that goes back to the father, once it goes back to the father, it's like every unmarried Nara who now gets married. What happens to every unmarried Nara who gets, who gets married? There's now a partnership. So why would Aras Ahram be different? No, because the father, there's a moment in time where the father loses his Excellent. domain. Excellent. Even though there's a din of Nisroq that brought it back to the father, but Avada, she already left the jurisdiction of the father somewhat once the first condition happened. Even though there's a dinus reikna that brought back the rights of Afaris and Dharm to the father, it's not so posh. Not so posh that when an Aris Achron comes into the picture, he could be made for with the father. Not so posh. And actually, this is going to be the lumpest today, which we have to think about. Is the pshat that the Aris Achron could be made for, what the Gemara is struggling with, is it true even if the first Aris heard about it? Is he getting it stam? He's entering into a new partnership with the father? Or is the lumpest that he's getting a transfer from the first Aris? Here the Lumbus Rabbi say it's not the Pshat Stam, a new partnership is being created. The Aris Achron is the Mamala Makum, so to speak. He's the one who assumes the position of the first Aris. That's what's taking place. There was a partnership where the girl left the father and went somewhat to the first Aris. The first Aris divorced her and now this roped her to the father. But when there's an Aris Achron, he's the Mamala Makum of the first Aris. And Mela, we say that the father could be made for with him. That's really the lumbness of the way Aris Achron works. But how do I know that that's true if the first Aris already heard about the Nadara? Maybe it's only if the first Aris didn't hear. The Pasuk says if she was married to a man and her vows are already upon her. Even Nadar which were already there before the Aresin. So we're trying to say that it's Mashma and the Pasuk that even though there was Aresin now and she had Nadar before the Aresin, the new husband could be made for her. So they sucked the Gemara. That didn't really help us. Maybe that's true. All of the first Aris didn't hear about it. If the, if the first Aris had heard about it, then maybe the Aris Achron can't be made for her. Again, yes, I know it's true that there's a concept of an Aris Achron being made for her. I get that. I see that in the Pasuk. But how do I know that it's true even if the first Aris had heard about it that the second Aris can take him over? Says the Gemara, it's not just from the language of the Pasuk, it's from an extra word. The word Allah is an extra. And therefore it's extra to teach us that any nether which was upon her, even if it's one that was already heard about by the first Aras, that can now be transferred to the second Aras. And it's going to go from Aras 1 to Aras 2. And the partnership with the father will now be remain intact. So bottom line is where we are right now. It's a huge aside from Shmuel. From the Mishnah alone, Yutaka didn't see it. The Mishnah just speaks about the concept that there's an Aris Achron who could be made for with the father. It could be the Pshat is only when it wasn't heard about by the first Aris. Shmuel's developing, of the extra word of Aleha, that any type of nether can now be, become annulled by a new husband, that there's a din of Aris Achron who could be made for the Dharm, even the ones that were heard about by the first Aris. And we're explaining that the Lamdas is, yes, there's an Israikna that takes place by the first Aris. But when the second Aris comes in, it's a reinstatement in a certain degree of the original partnership. He is Mamala, that Makum of the, of the first Aris. 
And there we're saying that that could be true even if, even if um, the first Aris had heard about the Nadar. So the Gemara says, Now, I'll be honest with you, this Brisa is not an easy Brisa. The proof is going to emerge at the very end. Let's go through the Brisa slow to get to see it, but put this on pause for a second, what we're trying to prove. She takes a vow. Her father and the husband revoked the vows. Very good. Regular partnership. The father hears about the vow, and he was made for So what happens now, Rabbi said? Very important to remember what we learned about four days ago. The father heard of the nether and he revoked it. Now, what happens to the nether in that moment? It's weakened. Remember that? Remember that concept that even when you're waiting for the other partner to be made for in order for the nether to go away, but the nether is weakened from the moment that one partner does how far? The father's here and he's still alive. The, the, the nether is in a weakened state. The husband hadn't had a chance to even hear about it and suddenly the husband dies. So at that moment, what would the halacha be? The halacha would be so what do we say? What do we remember? Anyone remember what we spoke about last time? It's not such an easy thing. Would there be a din of Nisroka in that case? Anyone remember? So we learned a couple of days ago, it's not so pasha that there's Nisroka. Why? Because on a nether which is weakened, on a nether that's Miklash Kalish, Basil was saying that there's a lumdus that you don't say Nisroka. Right? That you might not be able to say Nisroka because it's very weak. So at that moment right now, when the husband dies, could the father really be made for the chilek that wants to be transferred from the husband? Not so passionate. There might not be able to be nisrokna from the husband to the father because the father was made for, and he's still alive, the father. So his afar is kicking it alive, and it may not be able to get the, the husband's chilek because of the, the, the nether is in a weakened state. But here, look at what happens. Then it's arsabo bayom, but she's betrothed on that day to a second ars. I feel maybe I'm even to happen a hundred times. What's the halacha? No problem. The Aris Achron could be made for the Nidarim together with the father. Meaning the Aris Achron is going to be Mamalo the Malcolm to reinstate that position of the first Aris. And it'll be made for together with the father. Now, Frek why? The same way there's no Nisraik, no unweakened Nadar. What's the pshat? Because we said once the father is made for and his afar is alive and he's, he's everything's good, so you can't have a transfer of a nether when the nether is in a weakened state. So if the same way you can't have nisraikna, Basil told us a couple days ago, in this matzif because the nether is weakened, so how does it go to the Aris Acheron when it's in a weakened state? What's the pshat that the Aris Acheron is transferred to him when the nether is in such a state? Zokta Ran, because the lumdus is different. Nisraikna is like a transfer. Transfer from husband to, to, to father. You don't make a transfer of husband to father when the nether is in a weakened state. True. But, but the din of Aras Achron isn't such a big transfer. It's the idea is that the second Aras is Mamala, the Makam of the first Aras. He stands in his place. If you're standing in that place, it's not transferring, like think about like the positioning, you know? The nether is not going from first Aras to second Aras. It's that the second Aras goes to the first Aras' place and he's there. So even though the nether is in a weakened state, and it's a, a type of nether that you really can't say, but nonetheless, the aris achron is of the makom of the first aris, and then it goes. And this Kibar said, the lum just screams here. So that means that the way the aris achron din works is that it doesn't have to go to the father first. With the din of Nisraikna, he got the, 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 the portion of the husband and now forges a new partnership with the aris achron. Here in this case of the Gemara, you see just the opposite. When the, we hear when the father was made for first and then the husband dies, there is no din of Nisrokta to the father. We learned that a couple days ago. Afal Pikein, when the Aras Akron comes in, he takes over the place of the first Aras and Mamele, that partnership is back in, in, in force and him and the father can be made for. Really, really good lumps. 
In other words, what I'm trying to bring out is Pashup Shah, before you didn't know anything, you would say the way the, way the Dinar Sakran works is that it all goes first to the father. It's Nisroch the first to the father. And then the father makes a new partnership with the second artist. Here in the Gemara, you see Mamash the opposite. It's it, it, even in a case where it cannot go to the father. It's not Nisroch them because the netter was weakened here. The father was made for and the father is still alive. So it's not all going to the father, but the Arsakran takes over the first stars, and therefore the partnership is reinstated. Great stuff. Continues the Gemara. What about a different case? Shama by Lavahafrila. Let's say the husband heard about it and the husband had revoked it. The father didn't hear about it and the husband died. And now she's betrothed to somebody else. So in this case, this is kind of important for us because the, uh, the first Aris heard about the nether and he had revoked the nether. And now the first Aris dies and now there's a... And now the question is what happens? So the father can, can repeat and revoke the portion here from the first husband. So, the point that we're saying is that the father can revoke it completely on its own. Even though she's, there's a second Aris here, the father does not need the second Aris. So what's the Pshah? What's going on exactly over here? So basically what it seems like over here is that the first Aris that done Afar, the father has to be made for his, he, the father gets the Nisrokna from the first Aris and he's going to be made for it a second time. Remember, this is not a weakened Neder really now. Why? Because when a person does afara and they die, their afara kind of dies with them, as we learned a couple days ago. So therefore, when the aris was made for in this case, and he dies, so now there's really a nisrokna to the father. There's a nisrokna that takes place, and the father is able to be made for, the father is able to be made for all alone, even without the arashini. Now, you might want to figure out, why is it like that? Why, what, what's the shot? If there's an Arashani in the picture, how come the Arashani doesn't have to do it? How come in this case it doesn't work? So we'll see about that in the Ahmed Bays in a second. Amar This is only Beishamah who says like that, that the father can be made for alone. Basila says the father cannot do it himself, meaning the father does it with the Arashani. So to understand the case again, the husband was made for, the father was not. The husband dies. Beishamah is saying where the husband was made for, and then he died. Now it's just Nisrokna to the father. And even if there's an Arashini in the picture, the father doesn't need him. The father does it alone. Since he got it alone, Nisrokna, done. We don't need the Arashini. Basil is saying, no, the father cannot do it alone. He's going to need the Arashini as well. Zokta Gemara Bamai Pligi. What is the Machlokas between Beisham and Basil? First of all, one simple point. Everybody agrees that even though, and this is something we've spoken about, the Rishonim even struggle why the Gemara presents it like a novelty. Even a nether, which was heard about by the Aris, and even Hofar by the Aris, when the Aris dies and his Afara dies, it's transferred to the father, right? There's Nisrogna fundamentally from the Aris to the father, even though the Aris heard and was made. So, so when, the, when the Aris dies, before she gets remarried or anything, what happens in that moment? There's a Nisrogna to the father. So Clark, there's a Nisrogna. Now, Ah, comes along an Arashani into the picture. Five minutes later, she's betrothed to a different guy. So the father should have to have a new partnership with him. What's Pshad and Bishamai that we say that the father can be made for alone? The Territ says, make his guys. Bishamai holds from Alumdus that when, when an Aris is made for the Neder, he cuts it in half. Remember, we had a Shaila. If you weaken the Neder, if you weaken it, like in the, in the quality, or it's in the quantity where you cut away half of it. Bishamay holds, it's in, the, it's in the quantity. You cut away half. It's very specific. It's like the Aris half and the father's half. It's not really a partnership of their Afaras. It's the built cum- accumulation of both Afaras. According to Bishamay, it's cut. 
Therefore, what? What's our point? Our point is that once the hafara happened from the husband, the husband already did it. So now what are you going to say? There's a new aris in town, so he's taking over the aris, and therefore you need him? The, the husband already did it. So the whole lumdus of aris achron is that he's mamala the makom, is that he takes over the place of the first aris. That's the whole lumdus. But here, the first aris already did hafara. So you come along and you say, I am the first Aris. I'm back because I'm the second Aris and I take over the spot of the first Aris. The first Aris already did his Afara. He already did his part. What are we waiting for? We're waiting for the father's part. Now, that's the simple shot in the Gemara, but the Gemara is very hard to understand because what happens when the first Aris dies? His Afara dies with him, right? It's not a weekend that they're now. We spoke about it. It's only when the person is Afara is still alive, that's where it stay remains weakened. Once he dies, his Afara is gone. To say the Ran, there's a whole long Ran who struggles with this Kasha. But it seems like there's an idea that the Gemara is saying unique to Aris Achron. Yes, it's true that the power of the Afar dies. And that's why you need Nisrochna and the father has to be made for the Aris' power. But the lumbness of Aris Achron is that I'm taking over that Aris, right? I'm taking him over. If the Aris had already done a Hafara, Beishamai says there's no Din Aris Achron, I'll do Hafara again. The, the Aris already did it. Even if it was Batal. Because of his death, the Aris Achron cannot come along and say, I'm reinstating the partnership. I am the Aris in the picture and I'm doing a Hafara. Because the Pshad is the, the, that, that half of the partnership has made its, has, has already shot its shot already. In other words, it's already taken the shot, it's already done a Hafara. One Hafara from the Aris and Zehu. So, like Beishamai, since the Hafara happened from the Aris, make this guy, it's his point, it's just his half and the father's half. His half was attempted. So now it was bottle is not done. So there's this disrupted to the father, and the father alone will do the rest. No, when the Aris Achron comes in the picture, the Aris Achron needs to do that far with the father. Why? Because he also doesn't cut it in half. He holds the way the Hafaris work. It's not cutting, you cut this half and I'll cut that half. It's that we both attack it and weaken it together, and, the, and, and, and in the togetherness of the Hafaris, the Hafaris come to life. Meaning, Basil holds. That hafara from one partner is garnished from garnished. It just is a weakening. It's waiting from the other one to do to make a real stronger impact. Therefore, when the aris alone was made for his part, since the father hadn't been made for him, you don't say the aris already has taken his shot of hafara. The hafara that he did was waiting and suspended to see is there going to be anything that will combine with it. So when the first aris dies and his hafara is bottle, you don't say, oh, the aris has already made a hafara and therefore there's nothing for the aris achron to come over and take and try again. The hafara that was done by the first aris is gone. That's out of the picture. Therefore, the aris achron does come in and he takes over and he is able to make a hafara and therefore you need him. So let's go over this point because this last point is super, super complex. You have a din of Aris Achron. We understand that. But the issue here is, is what if the first Aris already made a Hafara? Is there a din of Aris Achron that he comes over and takes over the first Aris and he make, needs to make another Hafara? That's Basilo. Bishamai says no. Once the Aris already made a Hafara, then you don't need the second Aris to make a Hafara. Then there's just going to be an Israqda to the father and, and the father will do it alone. What's Pshad in the Machlegis? Pshad in the Machlegis is that there's a concept that once the Aris made a Hafara, even though the Kayach of it was Batal because the person died, but you don't take two shots at Hafara. The question is, was the first one a real Hafara, just it was bottle, or was it not really Hafara in the sense that he died? Which way did you look at it? That's the Machlokas Bisham and Basil. Bishami holds Mega's guy, so it was a real Hafara. So therefore now you're not going to say the second Aris takes over the first Hafara, so make another Hafara. Basil holds that you don't hold the Mega's guys. So the Hafara of the Aris is a nothing that's him unto itself. 
Therefore, when there is an Aras Achron in the picture, he will take over the first Aras, and the father now will need to share the, the, his partnership with him. I know that last point, this last case, where the uh, first uh, where the Aras was made for, and then he died, is super complicated. But even if you didn't get all that, just keep the big picture of the Gemara one point. That we see from here, that even a nether that the Aras heard about, is transferred to the second Aras. That's the premise of Bishamah and Basil. Everybody agrees to that. That's exactly what Shmuel said on Amad Aleph. Don't tell me that the din of Aras Akron is only a nether that the first Aras didn't hear about. Clearly, you see like Shmuel here, that even if the nether was heard about by the first Aras, there is a din of Aras Akron. That's clear in the Gemara. Happens to be this, if the first Aras was Mayfair, if there kicks in the din of Aras Akron. That's a Machlokas Bishamah and All right, we're done. That was the hardest point. A little bit right there, new topic. We know you have 24 hours to be made for. That's shtika, right? Shtika. And then at that very last moment of 24 hours, you could be made for. If you're, if you're make him, if you confirm the nether, then it's how that you cannot be made for the nether, right? It's hakama. That's it. What if a husband divorces a wife? Is divorce tantamount to confirmation? Why? Why is it tantamount to confirmation? Because once you divorce, you can't annul anymore. So if I divorce, what does that mean? That I am okay, I'm approving of the nether, because I'm not approving of the nether. This is, your last, this is your last moment to say something. So maybe I should say that Gerashin is treated like a confirmation, and Mimela, even if he would take her back or something like that, he wouldn't be able to ever annul the vow anymore. Because once he has divorced her, the divorce itself is, an, is, is like a, a tacit, an implied sense of confirmation, and therefore he can no longer be made for the nether. Or do I say no? He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. It's no different than Shika. So if he takes her back within the 24 hours, he still has the ability to be made for her. So what interesting Shaila is Gerishin like a Hakama and therefore removes your, undermines your ability to be made for again or is it just like a Shika? What's the difference? She took a vow. Shama Baila Gerishin, the husband, or about it, any divorce of Hadra, Yomi takes her back on the same day. If it's like a Shika, Matsi made for he could still, now he could be made for But if you tell me that it's like a confirmation, Matsi made for he's not going to be able to revoke the vow. Now, very important, this case is only relevant to an Arusa. Why? Because, because remember, a husband, a, a regular Nesua, the new husband, cannot be made for on a pre-existing nether. If you have a, a marriage that you come into, if there's all in the Dharm she has, you can't be made for. So even if he takes her back, he has a second marriage, what's the tzad? He can be made for the Nadarm from the first marriage. It wouldn't work. Even if it was only like a shtika, but you have no kayach afara on the old Nadarm. The Territates were talking about an arusa. An arusa, you're being made for with the father. And in Arusa, we learned right in the beginning of the parak that you could be made for Anadarm, which were there from before. So that's the Gemara Shaila. He, you have an Arusa. So he, 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 the husband hears about it and he, and he divorces her. And now he takes her back on the same day. If Gershon is Kishtika, you can be made for now. If Gershon is Kakama, then he will not be able to be made for. So we'll learn tomorrow all different sources and proofs to this Shaila.